Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for tuning into Radio Bank this afternoon. For our listening pleasure, we begin our season with the Gentlemen's Association playing some tunes on the radio as we listen. Once they are finished, we will start We're still preparing as we're going. First of all, before we start, we will have a news broadcast. Breaking news of popular new toys in the post-war years. The Slinky, a metal novelty toy, was invented by US engineer Richard T. James in 1945. The original idea was to create something which could support and stabilize instruments on ships in rough seas. But around 1948, it became popular as a child's toy. It had first been introduced to the world of children and had American Toy Fair in 1946. Later, the novelty was showcased in the toy section at Gimbel's department store, where the first 400 units sold within 90 minutes. The first Slinky toy sold for around $1 each. Later variations on the novelty were developed during the following years. We now give you some music from the Gentlemen's Association.
Iowa. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and that to our listening home audience. Radio that you see in front of you, you can either close your eyes and listen to our performance, or you can be part of it as an interactive treat. Tonight, I'm bringing you a recreation of the Lux Radio Theater 20th Century Fox classic movie, Miracle of Denny Fall Street, as our Christmas present to
The important thing is to make the children happy. Whether Macy's or somebody else sells the toy doesn't matter. Don't you feel that way? Second grade. Very well. I have your employment. 
I've been happily married for 22 years. Very happily married. I'm delighted to hear that, Mr. Sawyer. Goodbye. Miss Paul. Oh, yes. Get Mrs. Walker on the phone. Yes, sir. And but your wife, Mrs. Sawyer, she called four times already. Tell the wife to mind her own business.
Same time. Susan, Susan, are you still awake? Uh-huh. I've, uh, I've just come up to say goodnight, that's all. Now look here, about Christmas. There must be something you'd like for Christmas. Well, I certainly thought about something, Mr. Pringle. You have? Well, what is it? Tell me. It's on the night table over there, see? Oh? I told this page out of a magazine. It's a picture of a house. Oh, so that's what you want. A dog's house. Colonial architecture.
What do you mean, breaking into my office like this? Are you a licensed psychiatrist? What business is it of yours? Well, I have respect for psychiatry and great contempt for meddling amateurs who go around practicing it. Oh, shut up. You ought to be horsewhipped. Taking a boy like Alfred and filling him up with complexes and phobias and every... I think I'm better equipped to judge that than you. Just because Alfred wants to be kind to children, you tell him he had a guilt complex. Yes, having the same delusion you could possibly, you couldn't possibly understand. Mm. <laughs> and don't you wave that cane at me. Look, I mean stop analysing Alfred or I'll go straight to Mr Macy and tell him what a contemptible fraud you are. Yo, get out. Get out of here. Get out of here before I have you thrown out. There's only one way to handle a man like you. Maybe this will knock some sense into you. Oh, oh help! Oh, 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 yes. oh! Good day, Mr. Sawyer. Miss Paul, get me the police. Bring me some water. Get me the psychiatric ward at Bellevue Hospital. Do you believe that you are Santa Claus? 
all, Your Honor. The state rests its case. Your Honor, Mr. Mara contends my client is not sane because he believes he's Santa Claus. An entirely logical conclusion. Anyone who thinks he is so. That was my line. <laughs> Anyone who thinks he is Santa Claus is crazy. Your Honor, you believe yourself to be Judge Harper, yet no one questions your sanity because you're Judge Judy Harper. Mr. Kringle is the subject of this sanity hearing, not I. Well, Your Honor, I intend to prove that Mr. Kringle is Santa Claus. See what I mean? If that rule, if you rule 
that it's going to sound. You better start looking for a chicken farm right now. I'm a responsible judge. How can I seriously rule that there is a sign clause? Because of what happens if you don't? Kids read about it, and they don't hang up their stockings. Now, what happens to all the toys that are supposed to be in those stockings? Nobody buys them. Toy manufacturers have to lay off employees, and by now, you've got the AFL and the CIO against you. Yes, they're going to say it with votes, you see? Oh, yeah, and the department stores are going to love you, too. <laughs> yes, sir, Henry. And that's, uh, what about, what about the Salvation Army? They get a Santa Claus on every corner street, and they take in a lot of money to help the poor. But go ahead, Henry. You go in there and rule that there isn't a Santa Claus. But if you do, and you can, you can count on getting just two votes. Your own and the district attorney out there. First of all, my name is Judy. <laughs> my only excuse is I've had too much to drink.
post office department is one of the largest business businesses confirmed in the world. Last year did a gross volume of over one billion dollars this year. Your Honor, I'm sure that we're all gratified that the post office is getting along so well. But what bearing does this have on the sanity of that man? My point is, is that the post office department is a model of efficiency. Furthermore, this law of the country makes it a criminal offense to willfully misdirect mail or intentionally deliver it to the wrong party. The state of New York. Here's a map I made for you. You'll miss a lot of traffic. About four miles 
South Lucy, Ashley Avenue. Now that's the street you want, Ashley Avenue. Thanks, Chris, and Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas to you too, Fred. And to you, my dear. And to you, Susie. I believe, Mr. Kringle, I do. It's silly, I suppose, but I do. Thank you. 